Heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Yo, don't you know it's time? You know, you know those guys. The ones you trust in the clutch. They the go-to guys. One name's on your mind when the game's on the line. The ones you trust in the clutch. They the go-to guys. Yo. Le legends never die. Uh-huh. 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 In the building, the go-to guys are in effect right now. I'm your boy Space. I am MC. <laughs> and make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. MC, where to follow you at? Y'all can follow me everywhere at Mr. One More Round. And make sure you guys follow at Go2 Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, we welcome all of our new listeners on the Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood podcast. Who, 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 who? I'm telling you, we welcome y'all. Hope you guys make yourselves at home. Feel free to send us a message, kick your feet up, and enjoy the show. Who you sound out, MC? I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, man, everybody who listens to us, everybody who supports us, always uh, happy to have you guys. Shout out to everybody and the listens on the Under the Hood channel. Oh, been my goodness. Consistently going up and up and up. So, Dope. yeah, whoever's clicking that button, press and play. We appreciate you all. Definitely, definitely. As always, Lay Doc, Nana Poppy. Shout out to y'all, wifey and the kids, everything I do, I do for y'all, so I love y'all, and man, shout out to the Illinois Media School for this wonderful opportunity, and you, MC, we graduated last week, man. Yeah, I mean, man. I feel good. Yeah, yeah, crazy, huh? This uh -huh. Uh, The journey ended, but not really, <laughs> I guess, right? But a it new was chapter a good... just began, that's all it is. Yeah, it was a good, it was a nice ceremony, man. We had a good time, it was fun having everybody together, having families, meeting families. It was cool meeting your parents. It was a good time, man. It was cool meeting Jordan's mother and uh, some of her family as well. So, Miss J, excuse me. Definitely, definitely, man. But without further ado, let's get into this show. Boom. I don't know if I've ever seen a better performance in an NBA Finals closeout game. I saw Magic Johnson drop 42 and 15 against the Philadelphia 76ers. I saw Michael Jordan drop 45 in that game six when he crossed over Byron Russell and hit the jumper in his last game as a Chicago Bull to win his final championship. But I've never seen a performance in a closeout game for a championship that was better than what I witnessed last night. He was absolutely sensational, just dominant. Um, there, he was a man amongst boys. It was as dominant a performance by a big that I had seen. And we're talking about Shaq, we're talking about Will Chamberlain, we're talking about Bill Russell, we're talking about all of these guys who were legitimate centers, which Giannis Antetokounmpo is not. But he damn sure looked like that last night. Mm. Those were some fighting words from Stephen A. Yeah, man, I uh, I definitely thought that was appropriate. What he uh, articulated about the incredible, and that was from first take, obviously. Um, what he articulated about last night's closeout game in Milwaukee and Giannis Antetokounmpo's legendary, and I do mean that in every sense of the word, legendary performance last night. 50 points, 14 rebounds, 5 blocks. But the story of the night for me, 17 of 19 from the free throw line. Mm. <laughs> for, for, for you math heads out there, that's 89.5% from the free throw line from a guy who is uh, pretty bad at shooting free throws, man. But wow, did he come through when it mattered. Mercy. So that, that free throw number was Giannis. Just so people didn't know. He didn't switch players when he was talking oh, about. Bad, he, didn't go yeah. to, he didn't go to Chris Middleton and, and read off his free throw numbers. <laughs> no, no. Those were all Giannis, the Greek freak, Antetokounmpo's numbers. Wow. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. That is the elephant in the room. 17 for 19, did you say? Yeah, man. Seven. I mean, he went to the line 19 times and knocked down 17 of them, almost shooting. I mean, ba basically shooting 90% from the line. Uh, he was I, – I don't even know. And Stephen A., with what he just said in that plug-in, I don't even think I can argue what he said about it being one of the greatest, if not – the. I mean – 
It's hard for me not to say the Jordan 45 against Utah with the game winner to close them out. With the so, with the Brian Russell push? Yeah, to win. The, it's not a push. Yeah, He didn't call it, so I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, it's not a push. It's a, it was a little shove. But uh, that was a closeout game, and that was an incredible performance. But, man, I just think this one really, and to win your first championship, it stands, it stands on its own, man. Okay, here's what I'm going to say because Stephen A. said he said a lot. He said that, and, and so you agree that this is the greatest performance you've ever seen in a in a final in a closeout game. I mean, we're, I think that's the the caveat. Okay, it's a okay. closeout game. It's to win the finals. Got I, I think it. That's the thing. Because no, I don't think it's the greatest performance I've ever seen. But I think in terms of what was on the line, I mean, it's it's. It's hard to think about another one that really is equal to that one. I can agree. In a closeout game, I I, I agree. There, he did everything he wanted to do. He he was great from the mid range. He shot a few threes that he shouldn't have shot, but I mean, every well, he had uh, it, you know what I'm saying. But he had it all working. He he had it working at the free throw line. And he was getting the calls. Um, it was a magnificent performance. I mean. 14 rebounds, two assists. So he he did it all. I mean, so I agree. 42 minutes. He he, he damn near played the whole game. Yeah, man. Uh, and about that three-pointers, I was at the bar watching a game. Yeah. And every time he shot one, I yelled, stop it! <laughs> I, I, legit, no! I was yelling out loud, stop it! Because it was he was playing bully ball. He was getting Anything you wanted in the paint, man. Why start shooting threes? Jump, jump hooks, drives, dunks, layups. Stop it! Just, yeah. just like not tonight. Yeah. Not tonight. I mean that. And you know, look, he he put him on his back. Middleton only had seventeen. Holiday only had twelve. I mean, yeah, he had eleven assists. Both Middleton and Holiday had four steals apiece. Um, but I, I honestly partially feel like the Suns kind of blew this series i agree you you went up two games to none and you lost four straight yes you blew the series i don't know granted if Giannis was healthy from the beginning i i didn't think they had a shot let me be honest now i'm not gonna go back and what i said i thought the Suns was gonna win but that was all contingent on Giannis's health issues he came in the series not healthy so but we all were in, in agreement that if he's 100%, Phoenix, I, I didn't see them winning. I didn't see them having any shot in this series. You know, there's a crazy stat. I did math today. Yeah, okay. I, I did some math. Uh, in the whole series, the Suns had 23 more turnovers than the Bucks did, mm. which is an interesting stat considering who's leading the Suns. When you're talking about the one of the lowest turnover ratio Players, point guard. The point guard. The point guard. The point guard. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, Chris Paul, they had 81 turnovers as a team. Bucks had 58 throughout the entire series. And I don't know, man. It's It was sad. I, I, I really did feel sad because I was kind of like, I mean, I'm happy for Giannis, but at the same time, I was like, man, it was sad to see Chris go out like that, man. I mean, he tried. He had 26 points, five assists. He shot well. Booker was, I mean, 8 of 22, horrible. Man. Um, it was bad. I mean, and they just were, I don't know, man. I was watching it just very, it was a very kind of. They didn't have enough. No, they didn't. And it was kind of sloppy. But now I'm kind of wondering, is do you think Chris Paul's going to stay? I do. I, I think he has another year. I mean, you made it to the dance. So you guys were literally, I think the big thing of, of this one was size. Size versus not size. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, they had DeAndre Aiden, but with the exception of that, you go to Frank Kaminsky and, you know, you really hurt. Sorry, you know, um, the other guy who got ended up getting hurt. But you really lack size once you, you know, once you get past DeAndre Aiden. So, and then on the other side, you got the Greek freak who could play the one through five literally yeah. on the court with the Brook Lopez, with a 6'10", 6'9". Monster dunk you, last night. Monster. But you know who my, my, I think the game changer for them, 
Bobby Portis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, oh, good my call. goodness. Bobby Portis, a guy who I would have loved to keep as a Chicago Bulls fan. But 16 off the bench, three rebounds, but he's just their high energy. He's their Joakim Noah at a, a better offensively. Yeah, you know, big, how, bo- big body, too. Big body, very high energy. I mean, just does everything for the team that – that you want your hustler, your grinder to do. So, I mean, I, I love to see him get a ring. I love to see him, uh, you know, being a, like I say, we, he was here with the Bulls. And to go there, get a ring, and to do it with Sal, you became a fan favorite over there. So I can't do nothing but tip my cap to Bobby. Yeah, man. And uh, speaking of Bobby, that meme you sent me, I'm going to have to post that on our page. Oh, my. Hilarious. If y'all know the movie, (laughs) the the movie Class Act is one of my favorite comedies ever. And that (laughs) meme, it will be on the GoTo Guys Radio uh, Instagram page today. Uh, But just before we get out of this segment, I want to give y'all one more statistic that really, really hit me. I was like, wow, this is the company he's in now. Giannis, Michael Jordan, and only one other player. Hakeem. Ooh. Oh, I was good. Come on, man. I was, <laughs> I was so, to test you. Sorry. You, you already know the answer, though. That's okay. While well, you're on a sports show, you should know, right? But Giannis, Michael Jordan, and Hakeem Olajuwon are the only players to win MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and Finals MVP. Man. Crazy. That's some crazy company that he's in right now. Now, can he do it again? Mm. That's the question right there. Is he one of those guys? <laughs> I, you know, man, and, and I don't want to undercut what they did, but this season, this playoffs was so much about top players being injured left and right. And it's hard to know for sure what they would have done if everybody was 100%. But it's still a great accomplishment. Oh, uh, amazing accomplishment. You can't take nothing away from Giannis. And... I love what Giannis said. He said, I didn't do it by creating a super team. I didn't go join uh, Golden State. You know what I'm saying? No shot to to Kevin Durant. You know, I I didn't go and join Miami Heat. No shot to LeBron. You know what I'm saying? But he did it with his own team. So, I mean, I like that. They got good chemistry, man. I definitely think they'll be a force. But if you got a fully stacked Brooklyn Nets, uh, depending on who the Sixers bring on, if they end up trading Ben Simmons in the offseason – Denver. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of there's a lot of variables that go into play here that we'll just have to see how the next season, how the off season plays off. I yeah. sh- plays out, I should say. But either way, congratulations, Mister Antetokounmpo and Mister Middleton and and uh, the whole Bucks squad in Milwaukee after 50 year drought, you Man. got yourself a championship. Man, and we were talking mad trash about Budenholzer. <laughs> And you got yourself a ring, so sorry. <laughs> we apologize. It's, it's too late. It's too late to apologize. That's what Budenholzer is saying right now. He is. It's okay. It's okay, man. But shout out to Milwaukee for that amazing accomplishment. We can't take nothing away from you. We'll see if you can go back to back. When we come back, we're going to get into some more sports talk. We're going to talk baseball. That's next here on the Go-To Guys. This ball into right center field. This is up the alleyway, and Jose Abreu drives Anderson around third. Tim is home on double number 250 in Jose Abreu's career. Goodwin toward left center field. This is ticketed for grass. Jose's around third. The throw is cut off. Two nothing early. Last night has carried over to tonight. In the air, center field, Celestino at the track and the wall. Bring him home! Yoan Moncada's surge continues. That's his eighth home run. Things are starting to heat up, and he's now driven in 44 runs. Through, it's a base hit. Larnick up with it late. Collins around third. The Sox have taken the lead. was a towering fly ball that just wouldn't come down. And Jose, who improbably is a single shy of the cycle tonight, just took it out of the ballpark. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's like the beginning of the Ludacris song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. <laughs> I want to let you from your oh, head. Oh, 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 oh. It's a fam- oh, wait. It's not a family. It's not a family show today. <laughs> not, not today. But, well, we are back. We are the go-to guys here on SportsTownChicago.com. I'm your boy's face. I am M. I got no. I got, you didn't I'm, have nothing today. Nothing is. I'm just saying. See, not yet. Maybe later I'll get something. I don't know what's up, man. I'm blanking. We are the go-to guys. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. MC, where to follow you at? Y'all can follow me everywhere at Mister One More Round, and make sure you follow at Go To Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and. You can uh, follow us. Wait, you can. I just, <laughs> man, I'm off, man. I'm a, little, little, I'm a little mentally oh, irregular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little mentally irregular today. Uh, no. We welcome all our new listeners from the Under the Hood podcast with Jonathan Hood. Who, 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 who? And yeah, you guys, we're on Spotify now. We're on iTunes. We're on listening, streaming services. We're on SoundCloud. So if you want to go back and relive. Huh. The memories, the good old days from <laughs> last week days. and the week before that. You can just search Go To Guys or look on our pages. We post it all the time, man. Go listen. They're funny. I listen to us. I actually enjoy listening to our old episodes. They're entertaining. I'm it's with not, you. And it's not just because I'm narcissistic. <laughs> I'm with you, MC. I enjoy it too. And shout out to everybody that's checking us out on Facebook Live right now. Shout out to Fur. Shout out to J. Pooh. Wifey, everybody that's on there, man, the go-to guys is broadcasting live. So you could go to my government name, Jason Thompson. You could go over there to Mario Kaleo or Jordan Valerie, and you can find us right now streaming live. So, yeah, man, that uh, that was a uh, bunch of highlights from last night's game against the Minnesota Twins, and the Sox uh, trounced them 9-5. to which means they split. No, they didn't split. They won two out of three against the Twins in their series last night. And then tonight, they're playing them again. 7, 10 p.m. Yeah. Are we excited? Uh, not not just excited, but the White Sox have now took over the best record in American League. I mean, the White Sox are 58 and 37 the next best record in the American League is the Astros, fifty-eight and thirty-eight. So, and so then the, the Red Sox so, are fifty-seven and thirty-eight. So, so, so the Sox are looking glorious. Looking glorious. Let me tell you this, bro. They're looking sexy. Looking you at, hear me? They're looking attractive. I am just excited as a fan because not just that they win, but they did it. In great fashion. And then when it comes to the Sox, they have a few people coming back. You know, we thought they were going to be out all season, but I guess they were healthy. I guess they're getting back healthy. We got Eloy Jimenez coming back. So it'll be great to get that starting left fielder big bet in the lineup. And then also the Sox have Luis Roberts coming back to center field, who is by far one of the best center fielders in the game. He's still a, a couple weeks out, a couple months out. Both of them are, you know, got a small timetable. But to get them back for postseason run is huge. If they get them back. Well, your boy Jose Abreu's been killing, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, no. He's been killing, man. He's been he's been doing big things. Oh, yeah. The, the reigning American League MVP has definitely been doing things, coming back. You know, he's been stroking. Had a couple, uh, had a, what, homer last year, yeah, uh, last man. game. He's killing, dude. Tim and, uh, Anderson. Just, just to give y'all guys, you ready for my weird baseball stats? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. What we got? All right. Thank, did I cut you off? I no, apologize. No, go ahead. I heard you say Tim Anderson. Yeah, no. We get back to Timmy. All right. We'll get back to Timmy. Are you guys ready? The Sox won the last 13 of 18 games mm. in their uh, 18 games. <laughs> the Cubs, <laughs> though, conversely. I know we're talking Sox. The Cubs, conversely, and this should make you happy, they've only won five of their last 18 games. Oh, wow. Uh, but they did have a big comeback win last night after I called them bums in the bar. Yeah. 
They were in the ninth inning, and I'm like, look, they're losing these bums. And then they came back and won. I was like, oh, all right. All right. Way to take down my mood. Go ahead, MC. Let's talk Cubs talk. Go ahead. No, oh, no. no. That's it. We're good. Other than that, about the Cubs, all I all, all I will say is Chris Bryant did come out last night in the fifth inning. He had like a hamstring fatigue. Yeah, so they didn't call it soreness. They called it fatigue. So I guess that's better than soreness you know when it when it comes to soreness you think in pain you think in potential uh hamstring strains and things like that but they just said fatigue which also is kind of scary um right now the cubs are in a terrible in a bad situation they have to sign a couple of their stars when you're talking about chris bryant when you're talking about javi baez uh you're talking about rizzo you got to sign somebody so I, i think they're taking extra precaution when it comes to Chris Bryant, but that doesn't make him very tradable. You know, that doesn't, if I'm a coach and I'm looking for, uh, you know, a talent like Chris Bryant and I see they got to kind of extra protect him because of the trade deadline, it makes me think, is is he 100% 100 healthy? Should we take the risk on someone like Bryant? So, I mean, you know, it's a tough situation that they're going through right now. I got to be honest, I have never heard in my life hamstring fatigue. <laughs> okay. That's the first time I was like, what? How do you judge that? <laughs> how do you judge <laughs> like that? Like, because usually when you're fatigued, you're like, man, I'm tired. Yeah. How do you know your hamstring is like, man, I'm tired? <laughs> like, how do you, like, I just, as a, I really, I've never heard that before. I've never heard someone say, man, I got knee fatigue. I, I've never, that was the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. It, it was definitely weird to hear. You know, it was, it was weird to hear. But I mean, uh, you call it, you call it anything nowadays. It, nothing's off the table. It, would, it wouldn't be surprised to hear nothing nowadays. Yeah, man. My hamstrings just like, all right, that's it, bro. <laughs> like I need a nap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the rest of the leg is okay. Yeah, it's just, just the hamstring, hamstring has just had enough <laughs> of this. I don't know. That's, I just never heard that before, and uh, maybe it's a baseball thing. I, I don't know. But you, you know what was interesting, though? When it comes to Cubs-White Sox, the White Sox had a few scouts at the Cubs game yesterday. So White Sox had two scouts at least. Uh, this is per... This is per the crew from AM1000. So I was listening to him, and per Danny, he the White Sox sent two people over there to look out, look at the Cubs uh, Ooh, lineups. You know, oh. just I don't know who they're scouting. See, I'm trying to see who would, who they would want, and the only thing I can see that the White Sox would want from the Cubs would be maybe pitchers. The White Sox can use a couple relievers. They have a Cubs have a couple relievers that I mean, just killing the game. So. Uh, I can see that. So I'm just saying this for those Cubs fans and White Sox fans. Don't be surprised if there's a move made, you know, soon. If we, if the White Sox take a few of your pitchers or players, don't be surprised if you see them in a Southside jersey as of the coming days. About to get snatched up to the Southside. Okay. Come over here. Come over to the dark side. We'll take you over (laughs) here. (laughs) Straight up. But man, (laughs) Luke. I am your father. (laughs) (laughs) Man, uh, yeah, dude. And and actually, to circle back, though, before you were talking about Tim Anderson. Yeah. And uh, yes, so uh, continue. Yeah, Tim Anderson has been on a roll, man. He's our lone fielding um, all-star. We had a few other pitchers that made it, but Tim Anderson was our own, our lone fielder position. And... He's been killing. He's been getting his his strokes together. You know, yesterday he only he went what three for four. You know, pretty good, pretty great. Let me be honest, up to bat. And I, the White Sox just together are looking pretty good. Gavin Sheets is coming on for right field. Ain't no telling if he's going to be the right fielder of the future. But here's what I'm worried about when it comes to Sox. So I I mentioned things about the Cubs. Cubs right now it seems like they're completely in re, rebuild mode. We talked about it before, and they were doing good. But since the last time they were doing really good, they're doing terrible. So now they are completely rebuilt. The Sox, however, has has some tough decisions to make. They need a second baseman. They need someone to come in and fill that spot. They also need, you know, some pitchers. So it will be interesting to see what the Sox do leading up to the coming days. They got to get in. In order to make this postseason run, you got to get a second baseman. You could use some help in the bullpen. 
So I'm just interested to see what they do. Well, we shall see, man, soon enough. I mean, it would be pretty fantastic to see the Sox make a run in the playoffs. So hopefully they can, you know, fill those uh, spots, get those people in. And make some noise, man. You hear because, me? Because, you know, Chicago, we need it, man. Chi-town need it. And, and our boy LaRusa ain't been doing nothing I know, as of late. Man. He's been uh, on his best behavior. Did they give him a mentor or something? I don't know, <laughs> he's man. Been, he's been on his best behavior. <laughs> I, I'm just, y'all can't see me right now. I'm, I'm just, I'm sad. I'm shit. shaking my head. I'm sad. I'm his mit- growth disappoints you. Yeah, no, really. You know, usually, yeah, you're right. I, that is what it is. Usually, usually, I, you know, I create motivational content. I'm all about progress. I want people to evolve and grow, you know, but this growth, it, I'm, it, it disappoints it, it, you. It's disappointing growth. Like, come on, man. Bring the show back. It's not right, man. It's not the same. I mean, I mean, clearly, whatever they're doing is working. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, they won 13 of their last 18 games, man. So whatever they're doing is working. Whatever LaRusso's <laughs> not doing is working. So we shall see, man. I mean, no, no more drama, no more stories. It's just uh, good baseball, man. So. Whoa. <laughs> that's it that that is absolutely it here <laughs> all right y'all well we are gonna take yet another break and when we come back our good friend miss J will show up we're gonna play some games turn into the go-to crew and that's coming huh. up next on the go-to guys facts you know what time it is if you know the name play the game it's time to test your knowledge it's time to guess who said it with your guest host, it's your girl, Miss Joe. Here on the go-to guys. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, yay! Uh, I was gonna say MC is about uh, to do something crazy right uh, now. No, I already saw it in his face. Hey, yo! We are in the building. We just converted from the go-to guys to the go-to crew. That was your transformer sound. That was our transformation. Okay. <laughs> I am Space, aka Bumblebee, in the building. Ah, uh, no, nah, we're not doing this. Again. <laughs> Who are you yeah. over there? I am M. I really need some sleep, C. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your girl, Miss J. I need some sleep as well. Oh, we got. We sleepy over here. The whole crew in the building. Follow <laughs> us on our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. M. Need some sleep, C. <laughs> Where they can follow you. Y'all can follow me everywhere at Mr. One More Round and at Go To Guy. Or, yep, follow the Go To Guys <laughs> at Go To Guys Radio. Hey, you on go- Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> and Instagram. My bad, my bad. <laughs> and you guys can follow me on Instagram, M I S S Jordan underscore radio. And on Twitter, M I S S Jordan radio. That part. They didn't want to play this time, y'all. That whole part. She didn't want to be Shia Bluff today. So don't worry about <laughs> it. It's okay. Really, Spice? It is all good. It's all good. What do you got for us today, Miss J? All right. So the quote says, I just want you to know that I believe in you. So resist the urge to fall in line and don't be humble. Girl, brag. Okay. Wait, that's the wait, wait. That's in the quote. Mm. That's the quote. Girl brag is in brag, the quote. Oh, yes. okay. You got to read it. It says, that. "I just want you to know that I believe in you, so resist resist the urge to fall in line and don't be humble." Girl brag. Is it A, Josina Anderson, B, Jamel Hill, C, Maria Maria Taylor, or D, Carrie Champion? Yo, I thought that was the Black Widow. Uh, No, MC. I'm up one to nothing, by the way. So let me read the quote again and give you guys the options again. I just want you to know that I believe in you, so resist the urge to fail, to fall in line, I'm sorry, and don't be humble. Girl brag. Is it A, Josina Anderson, B, Jamel Hill, C, Maria Taylor, or D, Carrie Champion? You picked some good uh, choices there, because you really did. Th- that's that that's that's a good one. It's two of them that I would say for sure Me off too. the off the bat. Me too. What you think, MC? Oh man, that's uh, it. Sounds Jamel Hillish. It does sound Jamel Hillish. What, so, that's what you going with, too, Space? I'm I'm thinking. But I go was, ahead. I, it's like a toss up between B and D. 
uh, B, uh, Jamel, or D, Carrie Champion. I'm going to go with Jamel Hill on that one. B. And I was going Maria Taylor. I was thinking it's, it's a toss-up between those two. Jamel and – hold on. Say it again so I can Google it. Say it again. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Who you going with, Space? I don't want to say the same answer as MC. I'm going to pick somebody different. I'm going to go – give my options again. A, Josina Anderson, B, Jamel Hill, C, Maria Taylor, or D, Carrie Champion? I'm going to go see. I'm going Maria Taylor. All right, let's play it and listen and see who it is. I want you to know that I believe in you. So resist the urge to fall in line and don't be humble, girl, brag. Oh, that ain't Jamel Hill. We definitely know that ain't here. I believe in you. So resist the urge to fall in line and don't be humble, girl, brag. Guess yeah. who was right? Space! And I'm surprised man. you didn't get it because you told me about this. So resist the urge to fall in line. Wait, Don't be humble. Maria. That's what well, I'm here. I always knew. See, I knew this from the beginning that it was her. How did you know? I, I you Googled didn't. It. You just guessed. Don't worry. You <laughs> took a wild guess. Don't worry about it. I want to thank my mom. I want to thank everybody out there who believed in me. Thank the academy. What an honor. You might as well get everybody while you at it. You hear me? What an honor. All right. So there's been breaking news. Uh, Maria actually created this video. It was a TikTok video in response to the audio that was leaked of Rachel Nichols talking about her a few weeks ago. Um, but there was news that broke today that Mario MC, a.k.a. MC, um, informed me of basically Maria Taylor has now left ESPN as a result of this uh this video or this recording being leaked and then also she went to espn asking for more money and they could not agree on a contract mm. and it's it's sad for espn because they've lost a couple of different women um due to a lot of different accusations and not being able to agree to contracts jamil hill being one carrie champion being another so it, it's unfortunate to see maria leave but um, there's rumors that she's potentially going to NBC, which she will be covering the Olympics. Wow. Surprised she's not going to go to FS1. It's that, another, that, well, there's rumors. So that's why I said that. it's rumors. So it hasn't been confirmed just yet that she's going to NBC. But but I hate to see her leave. That's just absolutely. And especially after, you know, everything that's happened, you know, it's, it, it seems like ESPN tried to try to make it right now. I don't know about the money situation. I won't I won't talk about that. But it seemed like they tried to make it right when all the things were going on and things like that. But it's just sad to see that they weren't able to work it out. Yeah. Well, apparently this recording was from last year that got leaked. And from an interview that I saw with Jamel Hill, she was stating that this recording had been circulating throughout ESPN since last year. And it's just now making media attention and coverage. So... I could understand why she's probably like Maria's like, all right, it's time for me to move. Cause she's been with, you know, ESPN for a while now. Mm. So it's probably time for her to just move on to bigger and better things at this point. I mean, they just ain't, you know, they're paying Stephen A all the money they got. Mm-hmm. They ain't got, ain't got no <laughs> money. They got no money left over, man. And Stephen you know, A and Skip. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mid, 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 Mickey over there, you don't play, man. You know, Mickey runs ESPN. <laughs> You Mickey know Mouse. <laughs> right, because Disney like, does own them. Exactly his name. But Disney owns them. Yeah. You're absolutely correct, MC. Mickey was like, this money's for me. I don't know what you Nah, I mean, it, 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 it sucks. It does suck that that it had to end like that. But hopefully, like with the Shikari Richardson situation we spoke of last week, it leads her to something better. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Hopefully there's a silver lining behind yeah, all of this. Mm -hmm. So we can only hope. And I mean, if she left, it's got to be bigger and better in her future. So Absolutely. shout out to her. And it was on her terms. Absolutely. Um, but moving along to the Tokyo Olympics, it uh, a couple of competitions began today, I guess you can say, because we're a little bit behind, but on Wednesday. Um, and so really Japan's softball team has faced off against Australia. But the opening ceremony will take place on Friday. However, there was a conversation that we were having prior to this show 
about athletes being forced to sleep in cardboard beds. Mm. And they're stating the reason behind <laughs> this is because they don't want athletes to engage in sex with each other. <laughs> you guys, stop it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I know I'm wrong. I'm very, I'm, I'm a very, I'm a very empathetic and sympathetic and sensitive guy. It's the truth. But that, that headline is I can't not laugh. That's hilarious. I mean, it's bogus that they're doing that, but it's like... It can't be true. You got Olympic athletes sleeping in cardboard beds? Yes. So th just to keep you from having sex... <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen Spazer's oh, face when he said that. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Who thought of this? Who thought... But who thought that would be the solution? I, I mean, I, I don't know, but don't know. we need more. On and they're this. like twin size beds. <laughs> they're small. They're twin size beds. It's the smallest little cardboard they're space that you have. Twin size boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody unfolded the boxes and here, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> and then so it's, it's supposed to support one person's weight. Correct. correct. Yes. So if you get more than that person's weight. Then yeah, I'm going on the floor. <laughs> why not start on the floor in the first place? If that's the case, I mean, they, I, what genius said? Hey, if we take out the beds, they won't have sex. That that was just dumb. Do you, people have cars, and uh, why does them having sex matter? matter anyway? I don't get it. Like. And they're athletes. They're many of them have multi-million dollar deals and endorsements where they can go and buy a hotel room. So regardless if you give them a cardboard bed or not, if they really want to have sex that bad, they can go get a room for yeah. them. Yeah, and the whole Olympics right now has been kind of chaotic in general. Absolutely. I, I do know that Zach Levine was recently put on um, COVID protocol. And just a lot of these athletes are, you know, being put on COVID protocol restrictions, and the people in Tokyo are—they're mad. They're they're a little angry, yeah. you know. So it's not—it's—it's—it's it's, it's been a bit of a mess. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because as of right now, they're saying there's about 70 cases tied to the Olympics of people who have tested positive for COVID. Did you say seven zero? Seven zero. Wow. Seventy. And the Olympics really haven't even started. Kicked off for real. I mean, you still got countries showing up. Exactly. And wow. China has banned already. some of their China. residents, their citizens from going. <laughs> Say it again because it comes from where? China. <laughs> you can call it the China virus because it comes Kung from China. <laughs> Y'all, MC is insane. <laughs> I am a little off in the head. I got. I never liked him, but I miss him for entertainment purposes. Yes, yes. Facts. We, we haven't Look, gotten any. <laughs> facts. We haven't got any, any entertainment on that level in a while. So no. you're right. It's been kind of dry. <laughs> you know what? Have we heard anything from Uncle Joey recently? I don't really feel like we have. Uh, I know no, he's I, not as entertaining, but yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of countries who are banning their citizens from going to the Olympics because they don't want them to bring COVID back. That's, uh, it, I mean, it's sad that we're still talking about COVID like this at this level. Well, now we're afraid of this new variant right. and all that, and I just don't know what to do now. I just want to lock up in in a ball and stay there. Somebody bring some food. You hear me? I'm gonna stay in the studio for for a couple years. I leave it out. Somebody bring some food. Because it's just it's crazy, man. I, you don't know what to do nowadays. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. What do you I mean? Are y'all looking know, for? I know this is a show, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have an opinion? You're supposed to have an opinion. Oh, I have an opinion. I have an I mean, it, what did they... My opinion is, yeah, no, duh, this was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a giant event with people coming from all over the world. Of course this was going to happen. Then you got people sleeping in cardboard beds. <laughs> we, we postponed it from last year for this year, and there's over 11,000 athletes coming from... 200 countries so but here, here, let me let me ask you this here's a, here's a quick question for you guys so even if the athletes are safe how do you keep the people that the workers that comes in here to do this and work and then go back home how do you keep them from bringing anything to the to the athletes because you can't put them up in hotels too not all the workers you can't put well, them in a bubble 
Well, I know they're testing the uh, athletes on a daily basis for COVID. Yeah. So maybe they're taking those same precautionary steps with the employees as well. The I'm not staff, really sure. All that staff. I, I mean. 11,000 athletes. So you got to figure you got to have more than 11,000 people on staff. I don't know. That That's a great question. We'll, we'll look it up and we'll Mercy. let you guys know next week because it'll still be going on through like the next two or three weeks. But I'm just thinking about these Ikea beds. <laughs> sorry, that's exactly what they are ikea is you know ikea shout out to ikea they have cute stuff but it's not quality so i don't know how these 300 pound men are going to be sleeping in these beds 250 pound i would be scared simple to- they ain't sleeping in the beds <laughs> they're Them not dudes, they finna get some air mattresses or sleep on the floor or they gonna order some real beds they yeah. got money you know what i'm saying right. so, like i wish you would just- I wish you would. I'm an Olympic athlete. You gonna put me on cardboard box? I will slap somebody. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Am I in jail? Like what? they get better beds in jail. Stop playing. <laughs> oh man. Tell us what you think about this situation. Send us message to, to our social media platforms. We want to know: Would you be an Olympic athlete sleeping on a cardboard bed, cardboard box, <laughs> whatever you want to call it? I'm not going. Let us know man, how you, you feel. You gotta face a pandemic and sleep on a cardboard bed, man. To represent homeless? your country. Right. You hear me? Mercy. But when we come <laughs> back, Miss J will stay around with us. Thank you for that, Miss J. And we're gonna no get problem. into a segment everybody loves. Who's your go-to guy? Followed by. Top, 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 top five. That's next on the Go To Guys. Go To Crew. SportsTownChicago.com. You know what time it is. The game that's going to test your sports brain. It's Who's Your Go To Guy? Oh, there I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. We are back here in the building. I am your boy, Space. I am MC. And I'm Miss J. And make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. MC, where to follow you at? Y'all can follow me everywhere <laughs> at Mr. One More Round. And remember, you can follow at Go To Guys Radio <laughs> on Facebook. I'm trying to wake myself up. I'm sorry. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> and we welcome all our listeners from the Under the Hood podcast. Jonathan Hood, Miss J, where can they follow you at? You guys can follow me on Instagram, M-I-S-S Jordan underscore radio. And on Twitter, I'm M-S- M-I-S-S Jordan radio. That part. We all just a little bit off today. <laughs> it's okay, y'all. We sorry. We'll be back on track next week. little askew. This is not. Smidget. It's a little, yeah. Smidget. Smidget widget. All right. Hey, we're back. Man, I guess guess we got in order with that, MC. So, on this segment, on this segment, shout out to my cousin, Jay Poole, for the inspiration. We are going to do something a little different. We don't have a go-to guy. Who's your go-to guy? But we want to know which sport requires more hand-eye coordination. Is it hockey or is it baseball? Which sport requires more hand-eye coordination? Not which one is harder. Which one requires more coordination? Hockey or baseball? Mm. So, yeah, those of you listening, make sure you guys chime in. If you're on live with us right now, chime in. Um, I'm going to just I'm gonna go quick at hockey. I think hockey does. Hockey? And, uh, and yeah. why? I think simply because of the speed. I think the fact that they're moving at such a quick pace, I think you have to be way more aware of your surroundings mm. than in baseball. Because baseball, you know, you're just standing still most of the time. Right. So that's why I go hockey, just simply because of the speed of it. I hear you. I, man, I hear you. <laughs> I agree with MC. I will say hockey. The speed, the fact that you're on ice skates, you're on ice, you have to be able to balance yourself. Like, who invented that game? What a maniac. (laughs) You have to make sure somebody doesn't come flying into you while you're still moving the puck up and down the ice. And then you better hope that you don't get into a fight and got to go back out there and keep on playing. (laughs) Like, after you've been discombobulated, now you still got to focus on moving this puck up and down the ice. Yeah, without somebody hitting you at full speed. And knocking your teeth out. Mm-hmm. 
Then you get in a fight in the box. You can sit to the box to sit there for five, ten minutes. <laughs> you get your stuff man, together. All so. sports should have that. Every sport should <laughs> have a fight time box. All I agree. Go sit in time Put out. one in the NBA. <laughs> Watch what happened. Add one to the NFL. You guys, Ooh. what? Oh, Adonikus, who would, would never retire. I'm telling you. He'll be the daggum chap. Tell you. Oh, my goodness. But... I don't know. Hand-eye coordination, if we're talking strictly hand-eye coordination, not including, I get the fact that you got skates. I get that you have to hit this puck while skating. And you got to worry about the wall. You got to worry about other people. You got to worry about the refs, everything. So it's, I get all that. I think the hand-eye coordination, the most Hardest sport to play when it comes to strict coordination in my eyes is baseball. I see the I see what you guys are saying, and I see hockey as being maybe a harder sport total. But if you're just talking about the coordination, I think one of the hardest things to do in sports, period, is to hit a baseball. And not just if I'm throwing it to you, because if I'm throwing it, I might get it up to 80. I might get it 70, 76, 75 miles an hour. If they throwing it at you, they getting up to 90, 90 100 miles an hour. And the average person, not just the average person, but you got professionals that do this on a living that strike out all the time. I mean, legit, you know, batting. Think about this. Baseball, to to have a high twos in average is is good. So if you're batting 280, 290, you're, you, you got a good batting average, not a not a okay you got a good batting average mm-hmm. that just means you're hitting every fourth time you're batting almost you know what i'm saying so i think that's one of the hardest things to do to hit a baseball in sports period so if we're talking strict coordination i'm gonna go baseball all right well all right. y'all let us know what you think as i uh, previously stated shoot us a message comment let us know what's the harder hand what's the what Sport requires more hand-eye coordination, What's baseball or hockey or ping pong. <laughs> Just throw that in there. Go ahead. Air hockey. You know, let us know which sport requires oh, the, more coordination. I'm the air hockey goat, by the way. Yeah. Ooh. Wifey right. said, I'm no pro at either, but definitely baseball. Mm. Who said okay. that? Klamika. Wifey. Well, of course uh, she's. Of course she, she said, said that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Nicholas Gonzalez said. Gomez. Oh, that's my oh, cousin. Excuse me. He said having to have a split second to hit a small ball heading at you at 100 miles per hour. All right. Hand-eye coordination is key. All right. I'll yeah, remember okay. that next time you want a shot. <laughs> so you want to disagree with me in public. <laughs> I'm the older one. That's you what I'm what? talking about, Nick. That's what I'm talking. Let us know. Send us your messages. We want to know which sport you riding with, which one requires more coordination. Now, let's get us to this top five. 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 Let's go to my top five. This is the go-to guys. Top five of the week. Uh. Top five of the week. What we got this week, MC? This week. Since uh, last week we did Space Jam cartoons, I thought, why don't we talk about our favorite cartoons from our childhood? Mm. Our top five cartoons ever. I know I ain't got nothing to do with sports, but that's all right. (laughs) Sometimes we got to switch things up to have a little fun. So y'all out there in the Facebook Live land and everybody listening later to this episode, let us know. What are your top five childhood cartoons ever? Ever. 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 That's a hard list. It was really hard to make this list because I'm a dork and I love (laughs) mad cartoons. But ladies first. We'll let Miss J go first. Okay. So in no particular order, I have Rugrats, Recess, Arthur, Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry. And an honorable mention is Hey Arnold. Hey, football head. Move it, football head. You know, Ar- it wasn't, uh, Arthur was the one with the fist meme, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was my show. DW. I forgot about Arthur. That was a good show right there. Mm-hmm. But you got a, you got three of mine. That's crazy. Go ahead, MC. 
Yeah, it was a, it was a hard list, man. But I got uh, Ninja Turtles, Darkwing Duck. That, <gasps> oh that my was, god, I forgot about that. And Darkwing Duck to me is the greatest theme song ever oh. in cartoon history. It's close. Batman the animated series. Uh, tie for third is Spider Man and X Men the '90s ones. And then Ren and Stimpy, man. I loved Ren and Stimpy. So, yeah, I mean, and then I guess, you know, I have, that would be five. Yeah, that's five. I got that's... some honorable mentions. Wait, wait, wait. Let me go. Before oh, y'all go. All right, all let right, me sorry, go. Sorry, sorry. All right, go Before ahead, y'all go give ahead. y'all honorable mentions, I said <laughs> Rugrats 2. I said Recess 2. I even said you ain't say this. Magic School Bus. <gasps> I liked I the Magic School Bus. And then I'm going to close it out with Animaniacs and Pinky Ooh, and the Brain. I used to love Ooh, Animaniacs. I can't stand either one of those. Tell what? me, those are my no. shows. They're zany to the max. You hear no, me? They were annoying. Ren and Stimpy was but annoying. They had baloney in their slacks. I don't care. I don't like baloney. So <laughs> <laughs> that didn't matter to me at oh, all. Y'all don't even. Y'all don't even bring up my boy Doug. I like Doug. I like Doug. Grown up. I loved Rugrats, too. I love Thundercats. Thundercats I, you know, was the, good. The real Ghostbusters was up there for me. Dude, there's a lot, but those, yeah, those ones stuck, stuck out stuck out for me. But, yeah, y'all, you let us know. You hit me with that Darkwing Duck. You got me with that one. Yeah, they had, I mean, they had a legit singer. Darkwing Duck! Wow! <laughs> that, I mean, that was a legit <laughs> that was song, the cut. man. That like, was. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all, if, uh, when you listen to this, let us know. What are your top five? What are your favorite cartoons of all time from your childhood? Not now. Not, don't be talking about these whack cartoons now. I'm talking about <laughs> 80s, 90s cartoons. Did y'all ever watch Daria? Yes. I, Beavis and Butthead was my was my thing. So that came from Daria. I hate that, but I loved it. Uh, South Park! That was my uh, show. Oh, my God. South Park was my show. Hey, Beavis. They killed Carmen or Kenny. Kenny, they killed Carmen. You, you bastard! (laughs) Is that it? Is that our first vulgarity? Did we just? We're done. done. You cut off, Jay Hood. You cut off. (laughs) You cut off. (laughs) I think I think we are. uh, We're done, man. Yeah, we out of time, man. We are out of time. Anything left? No, man. That's it for me. You missed Jay. Did you guys talk about graduation? Yes, we did. Well, congrats again to MC and Space, and you too. Congratulations on your graduation. Okay, (laughs) MC with the vocals. We hear you. And uh, I saw on the For the People page, it's National Hot Dog Day. So uh, I will be in the Portillo's drive-thru later today. I was trying to see. I'm surprised they didn't have a free hot dog or some type of hot dog giveaway. Italian don't give away no free. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) And y'all let us know. Do you like ketchup on your hot dog or not? We were asking that question earlier today. So let us know if you like ketchup on your... MC, you like ketchup on your hot dog? Absolutely. Lutely. I'm trying to okay. tell you we, that's the way to do it. I hear you. <laughs> but wow. yeah, enough with this crazy show. Send us all this information once again. Miss J said it. If you like ketchup on your hot dog, let us know what you like in your hot dog. Let us know with all these questions. Answer them. Please. <laughs> Please. We your favorite know cartoons. You. We need to know also that too. Your top five cartoons. Childhood. And your favorite kind of box to make a bed out of. (laughs) (laughs) On behalf of the go-to guys, a.k.a. right now, we are the go-to crew. I'm your boy, Space. I am MC. And I'm your girl, Miss J. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace.